tell me a little bit about yourself, man. Tell us about yourself. Just a small introduction. Who are you? Who is Andy? Um, Andy is a dude from Jersey City, born and raised, who just finds random interests in things every few years. And I tackle them and and I try to like perfect each thing. And um, the first thing was always like, obviously it was photography. And then it went to videos. Then it went to DJing. Then it went to now music production, like wherever my mind really takes me, I'm down to just figure it out, try it out, see if I like mm -hmm. it, see if I'm good at it. And if I am, bet I'm gonna keep going. Yeah. And now that's just another thing that I like to do. Go with the flow. Yeah. Go with the flow. You don't want to force these things, you know? Yeah. I think that's what sort of makes us both similar too, where we don't really stop ourselves from trying something out. Mm -hmm. Like if we have an interest, we'll jump in yeah. and experiment. Like I remember when you started DJing and I was like, damn, really? He's going to jump into that whole world too, huh? And then you started doing, um, now you're starting to do beats. Yeah, and bro. It's, it's like a slow progression into these things, but. I don't think you should limit yourself, man. That's what you know? it is. I feel like <clears throat> as a kid, you're you're instilled in your mind that like you're good at one thing, do that, and you're set. You know, like I feel like we're not encouraged to like try mad different things and like get multiple sources of income or even just that joy from doing it. You know, we're we're always like, oh, we have this hobby and that's it. Mm. I never could relate to that because like yeah. my mind was always ev everywhere, you know, like, do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? Do I want to do this? And that's why a place like this is so beautiful to me because it's like a playground. I could literally, if I want to make a beat, you can do I can do that. I want to go DJ, I could go do that. I have you a shoot, I could do that. Or I could just chill and do nothing, <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's rarely the case because this is a fucking playground. Yeah. Yeah. I think we had the benefit too of like, I mean, uh, you know, it, it definitely goes down to like parenting too, like where mm -hmm. some parents are really traditional and they kind of like force you into a box or make you think some certain way about the future and like jobs, especially while you're going through school, you know? And yeah. my parents were very like supportive mm. of me jumping into the creative field, knowing that I might not have a job or income yeah. in the beginning, you know? But they were supportive all throughout. Like mm. they, they were there and even helped me finance get some things too. That's you know? a beautiful thing, bro. Cause a lot of people don't have that, you know? And, and that's the main thing. Yeah. It's like we, I think, you know, having that support system is super important getting into this field where it's really expressive, you know, and it's really risky mm. with anything creative. It's really risky because the, the chances of you getting sort of like used by other people that are looking for other creatives is like high chance, mm -hmm. you know, especially for photographers and videographers. Mm -hmm. 100%. Like it's a tough, it's a tough field, you know? So as a parent too, I could, I could see and understand why they might be like, mm, how about computer science? Yeah. How about being a lawyer, <laughs> a doctor? Yeah. You know? it's, it's like these like professions that are a little more secure, mm -hmm. but it's like, there's something in us that's like this, that's not exactly it. You know? mm -hmm. I was definitely very, um, very lucky to have like my mom who already is a creative person. Like she like- In her own way. Yeah, in her own way. Like she just does so many different things. And I think that's where I get it from really is like my my very static like interest in different things and trying to tackle it and, and really hone in on those things. Um, I definitely think I get that from her. She was super supportive. Like in the beginning, I don't know if you even knew, like I had a home studio. You know, I was shooting at my home studio little, in this little in this little room that we had in the crib. And I was using that up until 
last year july you know <laughs> that's when i got this studio and i moved all that shit out of there and now i'm here but before that it was just that and I'm, I'm doing straight business shit in my home bro like i'm bringing big ass clients best place to start. groups of yeah <laughs> but after a while it's like i don't want to bring people to my home i don't want to do this i don't want to do that home like you need you need your own facility your you know? your your clients and people would meet your mom oh yeah they walk friendly yo, and nice the, and like, the, the setup is literally you walk in the crib and you're passing my kitchen to get to the home studio so you're seeing the whole family right now uh -huh. like you it's, might as well join the fam it's now, an immediate bro. Like, introduction it was to, definitely like a a good soft opening to like speaking to these clients because like they just saw my whole family you just seen my whole world now it's time for you to be vulnerable too because I just gave you my whole self. You opened up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yourself, you just basically. came into my world, and now we're going to shoot. And I don't want to see none of that shy shit, because you just saw my whole world, bro. Yeah. You just saw my dog, like, just being a fool, running around. You just see my uncle, like, smoking his cigs and drinking his coffee. You know what I mean? Like, super personal. Yeah. Super personal images, you know, yeah. in and, your life that these people are walking into. Mm -hmm. and Totally. That that makes sense too. If people yeah. got like they would get super comfortable in a in a space mm -hmm. like that where they're they're at your home. You yeah. Know? And this is now a different home, but it's it's, it's like the same principle. Vibe. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's the same principle because I, I look at this literally like a second home, you know. I come in here and I I feel literally like at peace. Like I don't gotta worry about shit when I come in here. I don't even think about work when I come in here. I work in the same building. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's a whole like I close that door, floor. boom, nights like this. That's it. I'm not thinking about nothing else. There's Do you no remember point. um when you first got your camera? Yeah. Like how that felt. What was your actually? What was the first camera that you got? I had the the well. I had um I had some like, like you can't even change the lenses. It was like a a little zoom already on it. And uh, it was a Canon, I think, or a Nikon. Yeah. And I was shooting with that. And um, you know those family, like, Nikons that are silver and they're, like, really skinny. And, like, every family takes them on yeah, vacation. Like, I was, Yeah, I was shooting with shit like that before I got, like, a real DSLR. And then when I finally got a DSLR, I got it for Christmas. And from then on, I was like, all right, now I got to really understand this because this is a whole new animal. Santa. Yeah. Santa got you. <laughs> Yo, was that a Christmas gift or was that Santa, huh? That guy, he kills it sometimes. Yeah, he just knew. He, he knew just what knew. Was going on. I definitely bought the lens myself though, but he he, but he he got me the body. That's cool. So you just had a body for for a long. I time. I had the kit lens, like the kit, like the what is it, eighteen to fifty five? Yeah, something he had like, like eighteen that. to fifty five and like eighteen to one thirty five. Yeah, the, the, I had the other lens too that was like a super zoom one, but um, I would only use that for like action stuff. Mm -hmm. But that was my first setup, and I was just using that for mad long and. You know, it's we, you, you just got to make do with what you got, you know? So I knew totally. that was never like the best setup, but I was making it look like I'm shooting crazy shit and motherfuckers never knew what kind of camera I had, what kind of lenses I had. They thought I was shooting with some crazy shit. Like what I have now is what they thought I had before. And now what I have now is 10 times better than what I had before. So it's just elevation. But yeah. that camera, man, I don't know. It just, I, I knew what I was going to do. I got that when I was like 13. I already knew what I was going to do, bro. Like I, I I had the plan already set out. You knew that you wanted to get into portrait photography and, and sort of just, work with Just photography that in general. I, portrait photography is definitely my, my strong suit. Like I feel like I, 
I'm able to build this connection with someone where they can just totally let their guard down. And now I'm taking a picture of them as a person and their true essence of, of their self. But that's just one of the many niches that I have, you know, like I love portrait photography, though, because it really tells a story. We just looking at a straight picture of this person, you know, you could you could see the emotion in their eyes. You could see all that. But portrait photography is just one little thing. You know, I, I dab my hand in in all kinds of photography, to be honest. Yeah. When you when you were starting out, what was the what was like the incentive? What was like the drive to really get into it? Was it I just, portraits or was it just it the, was the just capturing people in general, like in their in their natural state, whether I was with my homies who were skating at the at CVP. I'm going to take pictures of them skating because that's their everyday life or uh, music people like music people like rappers producers i'm going to their studios because everything was really in my hood like i don't know mm -hmm. if you know about city line like greenville area but like there's a lot of people out there that do a lot of dope shit so i was already surrounded by a great amount of people to document so it's just really about documenting these moments yeah and then yeah it just and then mis miscellaneous things too like i was taking pictures of flowers and like the street street stuff street photography like it was just me understanding the the, the complexity of this camera yeah learning because the ins and outs of it because opposed from like a little point and shoot type deal to, to a real dslr and changing lenses and now you're looking at settings and like iso shutter speed aperture like these are things that i had to teach myself i didn't, I didn't have no teacher at it i didn't go to a class for this this was all self-taught Mm -hmm. So all 10 years of me doing this was just me just figuring it out on my own. And then some tips along the way. I mean, yeah, practice makes perfect, man. Yeah. Practice makes perfect. Some people really do think that they pick up the camera. They'll, you know, start making these images that they're looking at super easily. But it's a it's a process. Yeah. Like you got to learn those fundamentals first. And those are the main things that you just said, like shutter yeah. speed, the aperture, the ISO, like learning those three things. Then you're, you're you know, golden. You're, you're golden. You're and then golden, from there, it's bro. just figuring out your style, like mm -hmm. composing your shots. Like, what do you want to like focus on? What's your main interest? Yeah. You know, like foreground, background, like all those other things start coming into play. But those are like the, the fundamental things you need yeah. to take time. At to the learn. end of the day, it's like, like, I don't know how you feel about what I'm about to say, but I fairly think photography is mad easy to do. Like, settings wise like we could have the same settings on the same camera but it's going to be different because of our eye you know what yeah. i mean you're going to shoot something different than me but at the end of the day it's the same settings you know mm -hmm. what i mean so i think photography is easy but maybe that's just subjective to me because <laughs> i i like to do what i do i and think i've been doing it for some time no no but i, I personally think it's, think it's, I think it's got easy. some truth to behind it like so i think something is kind of easy if you're extremely interested in it yeah because basically it's easy for you to jump into like youtube videos or just like self-research and like experimenting to to learn for yourself you know yeah like it i think in that sense it's really easy but then when you get into like like the lighting and different sort of mm -hmm. light sources oh yeah i mean like it definitely light. falls under what kind of photography you're doing too because like wedding photography is a whole other realm compared to like doing what i'm doing in here you know have you have you shot any weddings before i've done a few weddings with uh so i had this old mentor named max delgado and he was from jerry city videographer great photographer and at the time i was must i must have been like 15 14 and he was like 21 and he would take me out on these gigs and he would shoot these weddings and 
<laughs> it was just it was really an experience, bro. Cause I'm just like I'm 15 and I don't even I'm not even thinking about marriage. I'm at a wedding. <laughs> so like already my attention span isn't even there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, where's the food? Where's like where's no, the fun stuff? Yeah, yeah, like That's what's up, movie. man? That's my favorite thing about the events. You get the free food. The free food. Some food, drinks. Man. Some venues don't have any oh food, yeah. It's, it's almost it's really tough. You don't really <laughs> eat much throughout the day if you're really Yo. working and then and then cocktail hour, if they don't have shit for you, then it's like, yo, what, what? let me just get some water, man. Like I need to live. <laughs> yeah, weddings are weddings. Weddings is a good business. Mm -hmm. um, it is. That's it's, the bag right there. Yeah, no, if definitely. you know how to do it, it's 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 strange because it's like, oh, it's a, you know, it's about love and shit, but it's really like it's a business. Like they charge for flowers, they charge for the venue, they charge for like people that are do, making candles and bro, custom shit. They everything charge for, is charged. There's a charge for bro. everything, and it's. uh yeah you know and it's for us too like photographers videographers it's just kind of like unless unless you work with somebody you really fuck with it's kind of like a nightmare because mm -hmm. it's constantly like what's next what's next what's next and yeah you, you got a moment yes you know? yo that was my scariest thing with weddings is like yo i gotta i i need to know everyone that's important in this room which is probably everybody. like immediately <laughs> yeah like I need to know where your grandfather is. Like, you want pictures of your grandfather at the wedding, right? Who's like, your you grandfather? Need, like, Tell but me. who is he? There's like 80 old men in here. Like, There's a lot of old people. How am I supposed to know? You know what I mean? Yeah. I really, like, I feel bad for the weddings that I shot when I was younger because, like, they, they, did, they did not go well. Mm. <laughs> oh, man, yo. Me yeah. and Max went on a few adventures, bro. Shout out to Max, yo. No, that's Great fun, guy. though. It's fun, you know, and it's good. <laughs> I mean, for me personally, I worked with the uh, a company, Live Picture Studios, and like, mm -hmm. they it helped finance my like creative side of things. Yeah. You know, like I was able to get my first lens was like a Sigma fifty two one hundred. That thing is huge. It's like yeah. a freaking baby. How much Seriously. was that? Uh, it was a thousand. God damn. It was a thousand bucks. And this is the other thing too in this career, man. You're trying to get these like good quality lenses or equipment. You're it's gonna all be, money. It's all money. The Sigma um, lens I bought at the time was like 800. And that was the most I ever spent on a lens. And that was the only lens I ever really bought. So I used that this whole time until it got taken in Cali. But yeah, uh, <laughs> that's crazy, man. What the hell happened there? Uh, that's um, some crazy shit. I saw the photos and it's the least <laughs> thing you would expect to happen. To Yo, bro, it just shit. it just happened so fast, dude. Oh man. I guess to make the longest story in the world short, um, we we were at the store for 15 minutes and within those 15 minutes while our car is parked right across the street from the store uh somebody broke the windshield took all our backpacks and you know as creatives we keep our stuff close to us you of know course. what i mean so that's a backpack for me my backpack held my whole life in there it had my camera my hard drive of the last two years and my laptop that i've used all my life you know so all of that was taken in one sweep they took my boy's laptop and he's a graphic designer, DJ. He lost all of his stuff there. My other boy, they oh, took man. his shit. He's a producer and he's a DJ. He lost all his shit. You know what I mean? So that shit just, it rocked us. You know what I mean? But um, Damn, and you wish you could just fucking find the guy who did that. Honestly? Girl. I mean, I don't know if it was a, you know. Yo, yo I'm, I'm not going to put it past him. You know what I mean? Yo, men, women, they both shysty. <laughs> But That's uh, crazy, man. I, I don't I don't really dwell on it too much anymore though, cause through like the blessings that that come my way, all the great connections that I've made, me being a good person to certain people, and like that all just came back full force. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I so saw. I dropped the merch for for my brand, Famous Demise, and I made like three thousand dollars in two days. 
And that was unheard of to me. Like, bro, I've been working all my life, like doing this freelance shit. I couldn't even imagine making $3,000 in two days. With like your, your merch. With merch, about, like, not even something that shit. like I do like for real, you know? Like that shirt that I put out, I wasn't going to put it out like that. I was going to do a multicolor. I was going to do some other shit. But I, for some reason, before we went, went to Cali, I made a prototype shirt. And I was just going to wear it, shoot some content. And then that happened. I had it on my chest and I was like, nah, I took this shit off, put it on the floor, took a picture of it, posted it. Next two days, I got money for a whole new laptop. Mm-hmm. I, I, I bought this pimped wow. out uh, 2019 uh, MacBook Pro, crazy, Apple, crazy baby. specs, graphics card through the ass. You know what I mean? Like, this is a crazy computer. And, yeah. You were that, just basically able to upgrade because of the, because the community of that, that yeah. you've like sort of surround yourself. Literally, that, that situation was a tragedy turned blessing. And then on top of that, like the camera that I have, the 5D, bro, some this girl named Alexis Rodder, I met her like, I don't know, like when I was like 13, maybe or 14, 15, some shit like that. There was a Green Villain event in downtown Jersey City. There was, you remember the old Pep Boys that used to be next to yeah, the DJs? Yeah, they, they fucking graffitied it up. They graffitied up. it up, right? That was the Green, Vill- Green Villain event. This, this woman who was a shooter as well, she came up to me at the time and she's like, yo, I'm a big fan of yours. Da, 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 da. Mind you, I'm just a little kid. I'm just shooting like, cool. Like this person knows me. That's fire. Like dope. And I've just known her ever since. We've had a few conversations over the years. She sends me this 5D Mark II with that lens and batteries while I'm in Cali so I could shoot some shit. Mm. Like I couldn't believe that, bro. Like that's literally the most single-handed, like you gotta shout her out. nicest thing, yo. Alexis Rodder, God fucking bless you. I love you. I owe you dinner. God bless. I'm like, dinner. yo, I'm getting you some food, dude. That's amazing, man. I think that's why uh, social media, while it's kind of like a double-edged sword, it's it's definitely a blessing, you know. Oh, yeah. And not just social media. It's just being positive, you know, yeah. creating within a community. Like that just showed, like, yo, being a good person will pay off. You just gotta do it, though. You know what I mean? Like, don't do no bad business. Don't do no bullshit. And like, it's funny me saying that because I've definitely had had my faults in the game, but. For the most part, I try to do the right thing. I try to be on the right side, send people their shit, do whatever I got to do. And then, yeah. you know, that energy comes back. You know, I, I strongly believe in that. Like you put in that good energy, you're going to get it. You're going to get it back. No, definitely. Man. And it's, that's it's been kinda, proven. That shit was like a movie, man. So they kind of felt broke like in it. and like took your shit and then you, you had to. I had to figure spot, it out. Like, okay, what, what are we going to do yeah, next? Yeah, literally, I took Boom. that whole day to grieve. Cause right when I, <laughs> it's funny cause I got the stuff from the store and I went to a liquor store right after it, bought a bottle of Casamigos and I'm ready to start my trip, bro. And I walked to the car and there's a fucking cop there and they're talking to him about the shit and the windshield's broken. I'm like, nah, like no way. Like I literally just like, I'm, my energy you was were in not, and out. yo. Yeah. It was a whole different vibe. Oh my 15 God. minutes before that. Yeah, bro. That shit is so crazy, but you know, it was just, it was a lot of faults to it. And, um, you know, I, I was able to bounce back faster than I ever thought I could. And now I'm back to working efficiently the way I should and I'm getting shit going, you know? That's cool, man. Yeah. That's cool, man. We talked about that <laughs> early, man. Just having people around you that are supportive, you know, mm-hmm. not looking about it for personal gain or, oh, or yeah. monetary gain, but like just about the culture, just mm-hmm. about the art. Yeah, and that's important. You know, I'm definitely I'm glad, too, that I'm surrounded by people that are always just 
willing to give a helping hand, you know, yeah. and, and it comes from all similar interests of just creating, you know, mm -hmm. short films and music videos and all these things. Like over time, the idea is if you do a good job, you know, you make mistakes along the way always, but if you're doing a good job and you treat people respectfully, you're gonna have a strong foundation. Yeah. And then finally, like when something happens, like what happened with you, that, like, that'll come to light. It'll like, come to light. You know what I mean? That's well, cool. Especially when, when shit hits the fan, is you still a fan? Like, come on, man. <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> yeah, man, that shit definitely was like a movie. Yeah, it sounds yo. like a crazy movie. It was Some a dope ass shit. trip though. Like right after, I um right after San Francisco, our whole plan was to go to Yosemite. We were there for four days, um like Yosemite the National Park, and uh, we're we're out there hiking. We got our own little Airbnb there. Da da da. da but I, I had no camera the whole time, so in the midst of like tripping balls off acid in the middle of these mountains and hiking, I'm falling in love with photography again. Like, bec because I didn't have a camera, the whole time I'm like, I wish I had a camera to take a picture of this scenery. Or I wish I had a camera to record this, do that. And I didn't, I had my phone and like, I did what I could with my phone, but I was just yeah. some personal stuff, I guess. But um, fell in love with way. the idea, like, of like, yo, I really want to take a picture of this. I like, I want to remember this moment, like for what it is, and that's why I would do the the phone. But I fell in love with the idea that like, yo, like I want to capture these moments, and and it just put the battery back in my back, yo, like ready to just come back Boom. home and do shit. Mind you, that was like halfway into my trip. So as soon as I came to LA, got the camera, I went to shooting, bro. Like I hit up Crazy. mad people that I already knew and I shot with a few friends and like- Yeah, I saw you shot with Cleo. Oh yeah, oh, Cleo, Cleo, yes, awesome. yes, she's yo. I love Cleo, man. I've known her for a long time too. And she's just another person that like, that just shows like that was a good relationship that I had with her in the yeah. past. And like even years later, like I could go to a whole nother state, link her and still do the same thing, you know? Yeah. So like that was fire. Cool, man. I shot, I shot with this girl, Alex, that back in 2015, I was in Cali. I was shooting a gig in some park and I see this girl, Alex, that's dressed mad cool. And like, she was just taking pictures on her phone. So I asked her, complete stranger, hey, like, can I take pictures of you? Like, you look cool. Like, can I take pictures of you? She's like, yeah. I take yeah. pictures of her. And then I'm like, yo, I'm only out here for a couple more days. Can I shoot with you again? We shoot again the next day. And then I never saw her again up until going to Cali again this time. I hit her up. She literally drove to me and like we shot again by Venice Beach and shit. And that shit was so sick. And that's just another product of like, just be a good person. Yeah. And it's just going to come back because that was a whole stranger, bro. Yeah, yeah. I had no clue who this person was prior to walking into that park. And then, you know, what is it? Five, six years later, I could, I could hit her up again and Still be like... There what's up let's shoot and she'll do it like come on man that's that's a clear sign like be a good person when you meet these people when you have these encounters and that shit could last forever and in the long run might benefit you if you need it yeah no you know what i mean and, I, and it's cool because that's i think that's like an important aspect of photography it's 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 a tool to sort of open up these doors you know um people i think you know you have a camera people just naturally might trust you a little more and if you're just being oh obviously like super open and innocent obviously like you're gonna approach somebody you do genuinely think 
has a dope fit on it just looks cool yeah you know? bro. it's just like yo can i shoot you and it's a very genuine thing you know mm-hmm. and then the other benefit of like just social media is like they see you once you like edit the shit and you upload it, it's like oh this person is dope as fuck mm-hmm. you got all this fucking catalog of work you know five it's like years now later, i'm about to be part later. of that like what yeah man i think that's, that's what excites people too yeah it's like the the being part of something you know what i mean like always man always people always want to be a part of something yeah hence all these different sort of collectives and, mm-hmm. and groups and you know i mean when, especially once you start making something it's like that's where other people are like yo can i can i be in that shit yeah like, what's going on can i join mm-hmm. in? you know yeah that 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 that's kind of like how this was put together you know just a bunch of like-minded individuals that that we all do different kinds of things but we knew that if we put it in one hub like it could it could benefit you know yeah definitely like all of us have our own little things that we do and we just come here to the one big creative space you know yeah i think it's good to have uh people differentiate too with interests and and things like that you know there's no one stepping on their toes yeah exactly yeah you know i think that was the thing that was going on uh with like i seven eight that was kind of where like you know there's a lot of there's like a lot of similarities with the group and it was like good it was a good cohesive sort of you know, it started like with six of us. Same thing with similar interests and stuff. There like was that. six of y'all. Yeah, yeah. It's just all of us. I thought there friends. was like four of y'all. Same, same thing about like fucking. We went to California. We went out there for a vacation. Like eleven of us. Um, just all. It was friends. eleven of y'all. No, nah, just all <laughs> oh, okay, friends. Okay. Not everybody was interested in doing this whole, th- you know, bigger thing. But yeah. like, it was eleven of us. We went out there, and it was a great time. California is definitely healing. Like we oh, went yeah. to LA too. You know, hiking all that sort mm-hmm. of shit. That, the nature walks and just the fact that you can go into a dispensary and just like buy whatever sort of shit you want yeah you know? it was like it was just really relaxing um and there was like a natural sort of creating flow between all of us there you know so when mm-hmm. we came back we brought it with that that same energy you know but then slowly i think we realized like a lot of us wanted to do similar things but uh the drive just wasn't there for everybody yeah you know so then from six it went to five and then it went to four mm-hmm. and then it was just like three main people trying to run like a company which is hard you know trying to run the idea at least of a mm-hmm. company um and all the responsibilities sort of falling on the three of us and it just became like too strenuous yeah so i 100 percent so, feel you on that there's four of us and we're trying to keep this afloat you know yeah and it's just like how, how you roll with the punches you know mm-hmm. and how you treat each other and and learn from one another and like respect respectfully kind of like avoid uh avoid like criticism and condemning but like being constructive you know about like mistakes and, and yeah. builds, you know you're building something together so mm-hmm. this is like big idea especially with the space you guys have which is like super it's so flexible with what you guys can do you know that's mm-hmm that's always just got to be the main thing like that's always like the exciting thing it's like there's so much potential you know and there's already so much that you have done you know and it's just like where do we go from there yeah that's the that was the conversation i was having with my partner yesterday was like just expansion the talk of expansion and like how do we push this even further you know and um now our biggest project is just this next room like build that to be the best photo studio you ever walk in you know what I mean? I want that to be on call. Anybody, you thinking about a photo studio, you thinking about this place. You thinking about 39th Street in Union City, nights like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Room A, and then this is room B. You know what I mean? And then hopefully expand more. We got a room C, D, we got a warehouse of our own. You know, yeah, like, just do, do every sort of different thing you can do mm-hmm. in these different rooms. Yeah. Like it was a good time when we had the, 
the screening here. Mm-hmm. Revelations, shout out to Raheem. Yo, where that screening was pretty out, dope. Bro smooth flow you know and it and it felt good this whole place this whole space has like a nice sort of like family vibe to it thank you, know? you man. i think that's rooted from your your first home studio i definitely <laughs> you know take I mean? that same energy and bring that here you know like the stuff that i brought was literally on, the only things that i had from home was the backdrop and like the three-point lighting and that's it so that, that that same flow that same energy i took that as soon as as soon as the rack was put up I was ready to shoot. But even before that, this was just an empty room. I already marketed it. Like, oh, this is this is the studio to go to. We didn't mm-hmm. even have shit yet. But I shot like six things that same week. Just because I posted hunger. it. Like, you gotta be hungry, man. You gotta be constantly like mm-hmm. on top of your own self, you know. That, that's that, the main that's thing. really it, bro. You gotta hustle with this shit. Cause there's there's a billion other people doing the same thing as you. So how do you get it in people's faces and make them wanna fuck with you and not the next thing or the next thing, you know? Yeah. And that's the beauty of the internet too. I I don't know what it is. I, I guess I have like this this superpower that if I post some shit, it's gonna run up a little bit. Like I I really feel, bro, I could sell anything. <laughs> I've been selling coquito with my mom. I'm selling those face masks. Yeah, like yeah, I'm selling clothes. Like, bruh, like I the possibilities are endless, you know, for me. And then now I apply that same mentality with this. I promote this as much as I want and then I'll get the bookings that I need. You know, it's as simple as like I'll post a picture of a stool in the backdrop. Who am I shooting next? I got 10 messages of 10 people with 10 different concepts. And now that's my month right there, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's my month of, of activities to do and have some fun and, and make people's visions come to life. Yeah. I love you're that definitely, shit. You're definitely using uh, Instagram as a tool oh, the, right, yeah. the right way. You know? you, there's people that get lost that. in the... Well, there's people that get lost in the in the cloud of it. They get oh, lost yeah. in the the numbers game, which is mm-hmm. risky. You know, you can't you can't be focusing on the, on those things. It's mostly like the like I'm paying attention to the engagement. Mm-hmm. Like I want to create that like sort of natural engagement with my audience and people. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't really stick to to numbers and like that's what depresses people. Like yeah. how many likes their image gets. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a if it's like a happy photo of themselves and you get like 15 likes, it's like oh, this wasn't a good. Photo. It's like I'm not even Am happy now. <laughs> like yeah, you know, like it's, that's they, horrible. They connect their happiness to you know these these numbers that are ultimately you know meaningless. And they they're not even real, bro. These numbers aren't even real. You know what I mean? Like I look at my my Instagram as literally a portfolio now. That's just my online portfolio. And it's, Instagram is probably like the number one thing that that brings out a crazy audience. You know, um, I don't really think of any other source of, of an application or something like that for that um, other than like Twitter. But Twitter is like Twitter's a so whole personal. hard game, you know, yeah. like Instagram is a lot more easier, I would say. It's always it's always been based on images. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's always been helpful. All to these apps, all that. Yeah, yeah, all these apps were always based on like you're gonna post a picture, but I don't know. Instagram just took the fucking ball, dude. Yeah, they, they just took, took the whole thing because they they're just trying to adapt to everything. They want to they want to take every app you could think of and just put it it's in there. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, they're it, just they creating eat, a monopoly. They just eat everything up. Yeah, even when they're the doing reels, it like, legally, bro. They're doing it yeah. legally too because they're just changing shit around and taking these concepts and doing it better. Like, have you heard of Clubhouse? No. So Clubhouse is a new application. It's kind of like a word of mouth thing, but it's become a lot more popular. And it's kind of like a podcast situation where. You can join a room and it could be as many people in this room and they could all just listen, but it's live, you know, 
So Instagram is now doing like a group talk thing like that. You can add like as many up to 50 people into a in a video chat now on Instagram. Apparently, that's like a whole new uh, um, upgrade. Like they're just, just eating, trying to take everything, bro. Up, man. You and, don't and even make sense because it's like stay Zoom on top. Yeah, they want to stay on top. So they kind of have to like take a little bit like i remember when stories first started we're like oh they're just copying snapchat yes. and then like and now, now snapchat now snapchat yeah. is kind of cool but it's now just kind of like on the side bro i have it i don't even use it like i went on it the other day and i seen that people were still using it and i was just like no one's feels seen like this shit app. yeah, yeah who's like seeing this shit bro? it's so weird it's so strange <laughs> it's definitely because too like facebook bought it so like instagram just got this huge uh like beast yeah. backing it you know and, Hell yeah. and providing it with that sort of power to just kind of take these things and smoothly incorporate it to the point where you don't even think about it mm -hmm. like the stories came and it's like oh they stole snapchat fucking week later everybody's using it they're not even thinking about the fact yeah because it's, like, it's, it's like a mental even. thing bro it's literally a mental thing that i i love instagram for what it is but i do hate like where it's going because like the whole thing with the algorithm or like i don't know if you noticed but my 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 TL is mainly just sponsored posts now. I was yep. talking about this literally yesterday. Like, I'm seeing posts of just random shit. Dude. Well, you know, every every three posts you're gonna you see a sponsor. A, you're gonna see a sponsor. That's how it posts, is. That's how it is. Wow. It's pretty fucked up. So I've seen like three consecutive sponsored posts after another. That's just people promoting the shit out. Of yeah, but it's like, bro, what is going on? Like, <laughs> who is teaching y'all how to do this? Because this is kind of getting crazy. I'm seeing selfies. I'm not even seeing businesses. Like, I would be cool if like I'm seeing business sponsor posts, like oh, a clothing brand or like some shit. But you no, it's like it's it like a shorty something. with her dog. Or like a dude just posted at a personality. A, yes. It's like bro. Instagram personality. That That's shit the whole is weird, thing too, bro. the Instagram stuff. Oh, like man. the influencer yeah, type. Yeah, the shit. influencer shit. I mean good and bad. In a way, everyone's just an influencer. You know? Like if, whatever That's you true. can do can influence. But that concept is what's gotten people too over their heads with it, you know. Like you could just be a regular person, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have regular, you don't have to do you don't have to do the crazy posts or like trying to curate your your page. Like it's not that deep. You could just be a regular person. I used to curate my page. Like I used to post in threes, only in threes, and that was my rule. A lot of people like, were fucking yeah limiting themselves like that. They're yeah. Just like, I gotta be aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Like oh, if you look at my page, it's all. Check this fire. out. Like now, I'm like I don't give a fuck about. So I'm on that. the same boat. And I, and and time too. You know how people think too much about time. Like oh, I can't post right now. Nobody's on their phone. Like how the fuck do you know? You don't yeah. know, bro. Like you're, we're in one time zone right now. There's motherfuckers three hours like before us. You know, what it's I mean? all thrown out the window with the algorithm. Yeah. Too. So people are like with that sort of processing. It's it's bro, like I, outdated thinking. I post at like one, two in the morning, and sometimes that's the most likes I've ever gotten. Or I'll post in the afternoon. Like it's 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 not set to a time. It's never it's never set to a time for me at least. Like I'm gonna just post however freely it's gonna go. And if you see it, you see it. If you don't, you're gonna see it eventually. Cause I'm gonna post it up on my story. On the story. Someone's gonna yeah, repost it's so it. Easy to you're gonna see it eventually, bro. It like, I don't care about who don't see it. It's the people that do see it that I'm happy about. It's it's one of the things too to let go about like that shit because uh, you know, social media stresses a lot of people out just because of that. Like, what time do I post? It's like, oh, how, how do I get the most engagement? Oh, it's like letting go of all those things. I think yeah. it starts with that, like posting at specifically 12 o'clock, posting specifically at this time. It's mm -hmm. like, 
It doesn't fucking matter. Just yeah, share what you want to share. You're giving yourself unrealistic expectations. Because yeah, you're like, oh, sort of I'm posting at 12. So everyone's waking up right now. So they're going to open their phones. They're like going to see my post. Yeah. yeah, like you're doing the whole mass <laughs> in your head. You know that, that meme of Zach Galifianakis? And it's like all the numbers. I think it's from The Hangover. He's just like trying to do math or some shit. Yeah, it's That's, the floating yeah. shit. <laughs> That's that shit, bro. That's what motherfuckers think they're doing. But it's not that deep, bro. It's not that deep, man. You could just post your shit and just, you know, live your life, man. It's, it's not that deep. It's really not. Like, Let's create cut. freely. Yeah. Let's cut right here because this phone is getting me concerned. Yeah. We're back, baby. We back, man. On Joe Budden's podcast. Yeah. I'm going to backtrack to sort of like what we talked about uh, just before. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the best things is just that you can find a lot of inspiration on social media. Because that's actually how I did find out about you and started following you years back, you know, when we were both just really, I think, starting our shit. But you were already into the game, you know, and I think that's what I found inspiring, like like how old you were doing it mm-hmm. and just like the the quality of content you were putting out, you know, and like already the community I was seeing that you were you were kind of forming around you. Yeah. It was just, uh, bro, we're, I don't think you understand that where we live, we are so lucky, bro. We are so l- lucky to like live in Jersey City and be amongst like all these, these beautiful artists that like just really follow their dreams and do what they want to do, you know? Cause like, if it wasn't for that, then I would have, I would have never really done what I did, you know, being around Petey and Craze, the, these the, the work ethic was crazy seeing them just do shows or like that energy was just there and just seeing how they ran their their yeah. selves as a business they're a unique duo man oh yeah their dynamic is, is oh insane. yeah it's so good you know and, I, and those been my brothers since the very beginning like they seen me start taking pictures i was doing their music videos before i even like i didn't even do music videos but i did it for them because like those was my peoples and like i wanted to help them however i could and that just propelled into a whole nother realm for me too you know so it we're really lucky to live where we live because there's just so much to be inspired by you know what i mean not even by the people but just the area itself you know and yeah, um definitely we're just so lucky bro definitely <laughs> man. there's so many artists you know, and that's we, the thing too there's like there's always something new mm-hmm. you know there's always somebody out there that it, you could find you gotta discover. think about like places that don't have that like they not having shows the way we were having shows. They weren't having events the way we were having events. You know, like we we did something special in the last couple of years in Jersey City. You know, the Jersey City as a whole, like the art community, we did something special, bro. And I don't know what, where it's at really now, but um, with COVID, yeah. yeah, COVID really puts a pause on like a lot of things. Like even with nights like this, it's it hit it hit us really, really bad because we were supposed to do events. Nights like this was was brewing from a party me and my partner Leo did back in in December two years ago. We this is before I even knew I wanted to DJ. I me I talked to him about uh, wanting to collab because we both had brands. We were like, "Yo, let's collab mm-hmm. on some shit." And he had a DJ controller there, and I would just fuck around a little bit. And then we're thinking like, "Yo." Yo, our, our fucking release party is going to be sick, dude. Like, we didn't even have a concept for a brand yet. Like, we had no collab yet. We just knew we wanted to throw a party now yeah. for whatever collab that's going to be. And then we threw that party, had no brand. We didn't even sell merch. I think I gave out merch for free because I was so drunk. And then nights like this came from that. 
You know what I mean? Like me and him just talking about that. And that's just, that's a genuine, genuine interaction. Natural. And I only knew him through Instagram. I knew of him through Instagram and like some mutual friends. But like that, that, that would have never happened if it wasn't for that little connection, you know? Yeah, definitely. And yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool how it brings people together. Yeah, it's know? organic. If you use it the right way. Exactly. That's the, thing. that's the main thing. Exactly. That's cool, man. And exactly. yeah, and then COVID fucked up a lot of plans. But yeah. I, I, that's, I think that's, I saw that statement circling around like uh, social media, like where um, if you weren't hustling during COVID, you're not a hustler, you know, like this, yeah. this world isn't for you. If like you weren't like grinding during COVID, like figuring shit out, then uh, this this environment isn't for you, you know, mm -hmm. like DJs, anybody creative, like these are just going online with their shit, mm -hmm. IG live and mm -hmm. like, um, people were trying Well, how to do you feel out. about that statement? Do you agree with it? Yeah. Well, a lot think, of people don't agree with it. I think um it's a lot of controversy. I, about I that. fucked up. I definitely butchered the statement, but uh, no, that's exactly how it was. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's one. That's what. That's how it was. Like the you statement. P Diddy posted it, and P. then that's what that's caused it, caused the controversy about oh, that. P Diddy. And yeah. P Diddy's one of the craziest hustlers. I mean, yeah. what the fuck his his journey in, in his life. He he can say that. Yeah, but the argument that people are having yeah. is that like he is a man now with money and he's in a position to do whatever the fuck he wants there's a lot of people that don't have those same kind of you know situations or like they they maybe maybe it's a mental thing i don't know i understand that aspect but for me i agree with the the post because that's just in me already like i wasn't going to sit around here and be not doing shit like we opened this in the middle of the pandemic which was just kind of a crazy thing to do, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, let's open a studio, but nobody could really leave their house. Or nobody could go out nowhere, you know what I mean? Let's open up a studio. Like yeah. crazy. A little nerve wracking. Yeah. Definitely a little nerve wracking. Crazy no, as I fuck. think I think the statement stands true because mm -hmm. um I mean during COVID is it was interesting that we can kind of take a time to breathe and like sort of figure ourselves out more, you know, and and plan trajectory and just like settle down. Cause we were in like an fucking hustle bustle sort of thing where we, yeah. we we were like rolling nonstop, you know but at the same time like time is so valuable and mm -hmm. i think that's that's how we are similar too we appreciate time and we know that it, it can't go to waste you know so yeah. like by hustling i mean too like not trying to just get money but like just doing some shit yeah. like i started doing the the skits because mm -hmm. now i have this time and it's like okay maybe i should get on youtube and see how that is you know mm -hmm. so i started shooting by myself editing by myself like putting micing myself up doing these skits um and i loved it you know because i've always loved snl and i love like those sort of comedy shit and i wanted to do that myself so i hustled during like that that march april may period creating these things mostly for myself but also to, like to help the i78 youtube sort of grow you know so that's what i mean by hustling like i don't mean i don't mean trying to get dough and trying to get money that's yeah. not, not the main focus but mm -hmm. like what's what's your field and then like what are mm -hmm. you doing to like propel yourself further in that field you know like mm -hmm. i learned a lot about just like masking and editing about like doing those skits and i was writing scripts too you know so mm -hmm. i was getting comfortable with writing like mm -hmm. that's what i mean by hustling like yeah. you keep creating you keep doing something you know expanding your knowledge mm -hmm. and if you're not doing that then then yeah i mean it's, it rings true then you know you're not you're not really a hustler like what yeah. were you doing chilling not expanding like, i feel like now mind. it holds truth because there's been so much time into it maybe in the beginning couple months like it was probably hard for people to adjust but like we're a year in this shit now yeah you know what i mean like you you've really been just doing nothing this whole time like damn bro like and you I know only friends. banking on unemployment like that's the thing 
I was I didn't get unemployment until like way later into the pandemic because I was just like ignorant about it. Like I never did taxes yeah, before. Pretty, I never yeah, did shit like that, you know. So I I got on it pretty late, but you know that's just extra bread. I'm not banking on that. That I get two oh eight a fucking week. I'm not getting. That's not shit, bro. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. That's not shit to like live and like do what i'm trying to do and move around so i had to do that you know what i mean but in the same time that's when i learned how to dj and i was really like like how you're saying you were learning how to mask and do all this shit because you had the time for it you know and what i strongly kept telling people was like now we have all the time in the world the world is kind of on pause well at the time it was really on pause really now it's now everything's regular as fuck (laughs) yeah but um at the time, like, I had all the time in the world to, like, just learn what I wanted to learn. So every day I'm trying to DJ, you know, every day I'm trying to do that. And at the time, I wasn't really shooting much because I was having so much fun doing that. And then now brewing this concept that came into fruition in July. So, um, yeah, man, the, the hustler shit, bro, that's just if it's in you, it's in you. Dude, if I it's not, you're you going to have to learn it or you probably not going you're not going to get there. I know people that, um, you know even outside the creativity shit you know like people that were getting unemployment but also getting shit under the table like mm-hmm. doing delivery service driving mm-hmm. or like even you know fucking selling weed or whatever the fuck you mm-hmm. know they just found like different venues to mm-hmm. keep making money because you know on top of uh all the extra time you know people still had to pay bills rent yeah. and all that shit exactly. so that's where that comes into play too like you know, it's like you, you you're not going to just sit there you're you not just, just going to sit there you got rent to pay and then i feel like a lot if of people hustling bro you're not a hustler yeah, it hurts to say that but it's so true in this circumstance because it's like bro like i don't know like my mom is like the number one person that showed me like you could just do it you know my mom took the opportunity seen that oh we need masks for this this whole situation i'm gonna make the best mask that is out you know we're only gonna sell it for eight dollars you know, like oh, so she made some custom. She shit. made custom masks that mm. like the 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 pattern is nice too, where it covers over your nose, over your mouth, adjusts, and it's and she did it right. You know, she saw an opportunity and came up with a solution, yep. and then we made some bread off that. You know, and then the coquito over this over the over the winters. You know, like that's just another thing. You know, like I get I definitely get the hustler shit from my mom, bro. Word, yeah, oh, it comes God. from somewhere always. Oh it God, comes bro, from somewhere always. You know, and. Yeah, but like, if 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 he was really doing nothing this whole time, it's it's crazy to sad, me to even man. hear that because it's sad. I was drinking a lot too, though. I think that was a drive. Mm-hmm. I was drinking like whiskey specifically, mm-hmm. and I just, what whiskey? Jameson. Jameson, that's a good one. A lot of Jameson. That's like my main go-to. Yeah, and and I would just kind of lose myself in my ideas, and mm-hmm. I would I would perform some things on camera, like for the skits. Yeah, a little tipsy, just yeah. getting comfortable, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think that. Like because it was just such a weird switch up, you know. Like mm-hmm. I, the double digit sounded so good. Twenty twenty coming into January, like bro, this is it. Twenty twenty gonna be the year. Pandemic just stopped all that shit. Yeah. Um. So like, all the extra time, I was really like, I wasn't getting drunk. I wasn't getting crazy, but yeah, I was sipping a lot more and just being a lot more open and accepting about like these silly ideas that I had. Mm-hmm. I was always like really trepidatious about like shooting myself in front of the camera like oh, i'm yeah. not sure if i could do it it's like oh i gotta write like, all these like things that you literally stop yourself sometimes mm-hmm. right from doing shit um and then with all that extra time and just like enjoying 
myself and learning more about myself i was like oh, let's experiment let's yeah because you probably found it like oh people might like this too like people might like, fuck with my i was humor. trying to make people laugh yeah I was man i think laugh. you did that too you know and even sid's video was sick too like i liked sid's video over the pandemic too i don't know if like you guys worked on that together or something no that was all that, that was, was all him? him and his brother man wow that nice. idea was being like expanding that youtube channel yeah to be, like, I, funny, I thought that was like yo i thought y'all was about to hit the whole internet with a crazy wave of videos we were gonna man Man. Yeah, man. I mean, you still can. Obviously. I mean, this is a whole new extension of that. Yeah, same here we thing are. Too, this is know? this is a lot of the inspiration, you know, came <laughs> from that original leap into YouTube yeah. and trying to figure out that that whole internet mm -hmm. landscape. You know, I like I like when cameramen or camera women um really moment. put themselves out there and like you know it's very common that you don't you don't even know what the photographer looked like because it's all pictures of shit that they've taken so you don't even know what they look like i love when a camera person is putting themselves out on the forefront and like this is who i am and that's why i really went so hard with my shit was because before it was definitely an ego thing too before like i was definitely lost in the fucking sauce but um i was really I seen that like people looked at photographers like like we weren't lit. Like, what the fuck you mean, bro? I'm making you look good. Like, it's yeah. my job to make you look beautiful. Like, I'm a key piece to like this whole process of yours. A person's branding is yeah. revolving around, around the, the images. The exactly. Create. So I looked at it like, bro, nah, we're 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 cool as hell and we can be cool as hell. And I'm gonna showcase that. So I really was like I was trying to be like this rock star photographer, bro. I'm going to these events. I'm taking the pictures. I'm smoking blunts and, and turning up. I'm yeah, moshing I, with my camera, bro. I'm literally moshing with everybody with my camera. Damn, like I'm I having have a, a baby. Hard time doing that. Nah, yo, I've done like, it so many times. Like it's very, very anxious. Definitely very anxious. But like it's shit like that, you know. Like I really wanted to showcase like the photographer is cool too. You know? And I loved when I seen that you were doing more stuff showing yourself because it's very rare like another prime example is like nabil nabil never used to take pictures of himself he you would not, no one knew what he looked like but then yeah. something happened bro i don't know what it was in nabil but something happened he, he was like more comfortable yeah he himself. got more comfortable with himself he started going getting the fits together he started dyeing his hair yeah, I like remember that coming bro out, yeah. when i seen that i was like yes exactly like exactly like and he's not limiting himself to just a photographer too. This is also in the process of him trying new things. Yeah. So like, that's also another extension of that yeah, is yeah. like just trying new shit and finding more self, more, more self-awareness. That's, that's why I fucking love you guys, man. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm all about. Like just try, get, try something, you mm -hmm. know, and if it hits, it hits. And Hey, I mean, that's not even the idea. You're just trying something for yourself and yeah. then you work with it. Mm -hmm. People fuck with it heavy. You that's know? why I fuck with the build too. Cause like, bro, all, a lot of his ideas was just like spur of the moment jokes or some shit. Like Fake Plant Club started because I made a joke about his fake plants on one of the Twitch streams when we were doing like the chill town, like DJing thing. So he had a slot time and I was like later on that I had to play, but I seen his and we just started commenting about his plants. Uh -huh. And then like the next day he already has a design. Fake Plant Club now just starts. Fuck, boom, man. he's and an then, idea man. Yeah, he's and then an boom, idea, now man. he just did the he just did a collab with Prosper. With Prosper, I saw that, and that's through dope. Fake Plant Club. You know what I mean? That that was just like him, just you know, random shit, 
random funny shit. And then now he just did this pasta shit. I don't know if you've seen. I've seen the pasta shit. The gabagool, bro. The gabagool. Like, now, how hard is it? Sopranos bro. last night, man. Yeah, I yeah, haven't I'm gotten into, into Sopranos. You That's, have to. I, yeah, you you've seen to. the whole. Such a good, no, no, I'm just getting into oh, okay. it. And the first episode, the pilot is already so good. The gabagool. They mentioned it. And I was yeah. like, I gotta look at like what is it? Are they gonna show a plate of it? Yeah. Never showed it. So you don't I'm know what it looks it. like. Yeah, I'm only but that's why it to see like the bill is a genius because he just tapped into a whole new other realm. You yeah. know what I mean? He has he just put out shirts that just have pasta names on them in cool colorways, and that's gonna fucking sell, bro. It's yeah. good. Well, he sell. he just he knows like. He knows his market. He, he knows his market and he fucks with just relatable shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the a lot of like the stuff that he would put out too is related to like anime mm-hmm. and things like that that people really fuck with. Mm-hmm. And, that, and a lot of people in his audience, including me, you know. Yeah. Um, but also just his designs too are just really cool. Even like the Sundays off shirts, mm-hmm. you know, like I cop like three of them, one with the dog and like one with a car. It's just a vibe. But you see, like that's just three different like many companies that yeah. we just ne- mentioned dude don't limit yourself exactly man. that's bro. that's you let your idea get out there see how it does if it goes anywhere okay mm-hmm. if it doesn't it's out there i'm completely strong on like yo just have several lanes of whatever you're trying to do money wise maybe one is going to be more than the other or two is going to be more than the other but like at least you have these different lanes yeah. it's like stocks bro it's like investments you know it's and definitely like stock portfolio. you want yeah you want a stock portfolio tacked up and some things might give you ten dollars some things might give you five whatever like you gonna get something from it though you know whether it's money or it's knowledge you're yeah, just gonna man. keep learning and keep growing and that's why i mentioned the bill because he he definitely was a person that inspired me to want to take that type of action in life if it wasn't for him i wouldn't have dj'd because he gave me my first gig him and steph Mm. Steph Gianni, she they gave me WIP. my first gig, bro. Yes. Work in Yo, Whip was like crazy of a concept too. Cause like it was literally him just saying, like, yo, I'm not really a DJ, but like I kind of know what I'm doing. I'm working at and it. And so. I'm gonna play what I wanna play. Yeah. And that was my whole thing. Like, if I'm gonna DJ, I don't wanna like I don't wanna be one of those DJs that like you know, radio friendly, like that's it. Yo, like, what's up? I'm Andy. Yeah, like, I'm here um, to spin some tracks for you. I hope you have a good time. <laughs> Here's the top forty. Like, get the fuck out of here. Have your fucking buttons. Yeah, like nah, bro. Like it's about having fun, and that's his whole thing. Is he's just having fun. So he's a fun guy. That shit. That shit hit me so so like in the soul, bro. Like in the spirit. Yeah, bro. Like. Like, I, right, I'm going to take pictures. I'm going to DJ. Now I'm trying to make beats. Like, I, I, I he, he really put it in my mind that, like, I could do whatever the fuck I want if I yep. just put in the time. And that's exactly what it is. Just yeah. put in the time and you're going you gonna to do all right with whatever you're doing. Like, with this exact, like, first example, this is the first episode. Imagine what the 10th episode is going to be like. You know, yeah. whatever little flaws that, that happened today, they're not going to happen on the 10th episode. And I know you're not going to let that happen. No. You know what I mean? Because it, it, it happened It happened already, you know? So. Yeah. Hunch back. Yeah. You like, know? I don't want to hurt my, <laughs> my guests. You know? Yeah, exactly. Got to get the better chairs, you know? But it's, I'm traveling right now, man. I'm, I'm traveling. I'm open to just linking up with people that want to do this. You yeah. know? Have a good ass talk. Have a good conversation. Um, and yeah, man, like you said definitely everything grows yeah everything grows you know you get an idea and that's just the fucking seed it's, it's sprouts plan, into something bro, better exactly. that's the idea and that's why you gotta hustle mm-hmm. if you're not hustling yeah it's not gonna go nowhere go. yeah
Yeah. It's not going to go nowhere because you're not putting in the time. You're not putting in that work. A lot of people just want want the end result. It's like immediate. People, yeah. It's, it takes work to get to the... To the, the people that the, think like that, be. though, are the people that got life handed to them all their life. You know, mm-hmm. like, like, oh, you want this? Here you go. It was too easy. You know what I mean? And like... It wasn't like that. It wasn't really like that for me, you know. Yeah. So I had I had to I had to learn to get it on my own, and it was it's just cool. like it's happened. I mean, here we are, man. Yeah. Just to even you know come back to the to the studio. Word. Um, I love this place. You have so you have four members. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And that's like the four, same. including me. Yes. There's me, who takes the pictures, and you know I'm just here all the fucking time as much as I can. Um, we have Leo De Niro, who is a DJ, graphic designer. This dude does mad shit. He he could do it all, bro. He made our logo, like the nice like this logo. He made cool. that, you know. Dope. He makes the filters. He helped make. You know, he he made the website. He helps like with everything that on the technical side that we don't know. That's him. Then we got Julian. Julian is a DJ, vinyl DJ, and music producer. You know what I mean? He 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 brings a whole new element to the to the game now. When 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 it's just me and Leo. Now you got Julian who does music production. That's a whole new extension. And then now we have Dre Rodner, who is another music producer, and that's a whole other extension too. Now you know. So we have right now it's three elements. We have the DJing stuff that we can rent out and people do their rehearsals or whatever they want to do live streams. You could do that there. You come in. And plug in your laptop and work off our, our controller or the keyboard or whatever you want. You know what I mean? And then we got the, the photo stuff. You could either book me or you could use it yourself. You know um, what I mean? Like, it's a real big powerhouse. And everyone has something to offer. And it's, it's really a beautiful thing, bro. Yeah. It's really no, it sounds like thing. a good ecosystem mm-hmm. definitely where everything just kind of plays into one another and that's yeah. that's and that's what i was telling you thing. it's like a playground bro like literally like a playground for for not only myself but for the clients you know maybe i'll get somebody that that wants to book a shoot but then they come in here and they're like oh i always wanted to learn how to dj oh i were let's talk some numbers i'll teach you right now Right you know what I mean? Like, fuck the shoot. Like, let's yeah. get to it. Let's do the shoot first. Yeah, then after, oh, yeah, yeah, then yeah. after, <laughs> we could talk that. You know what I mean? But yeah. the That's the great. idea is this is That's the place to learn. This is the place to experiment, and this is the place to grow. You know, this is where your fucking dreams come true. <laughs> you just gotta Amen. come. You just gotta be present, like how you said earlier. You know, you literally just gotta be present. And uh, yeah, man. I literally walk in here. I feel stronger every day. So, Fuck yeah. Man. One day you're gonna no, see me swole and be like holding exactly holding a camera it's just with my pinky. Bro. Like I'm gonna hold my 5D with a pinky. Not just. even. It's just gonna float. Yeah, exactly. Where can people find you, man? Um, Instagram is the number one place. Everything. All my socials are all on the same thing. Andy L V L A C. Um. It's not Andy Livlack. Let's let that be known right now. Yeah. It's not Andy Livlack. It's not Andy Lilac. My name is Andy Mack. Andy the Lilac. LVL. L. Tell him. V. L. Makes an M. I made it on AIM. Forgive me. There's somebody that already has Andy Mack and they don't even post. I know. Bro, that's that, painful. That's that everyone, bro. Like, 
oh, I hate that dude. I hit him up a billion times and he just won't give me the account. He probably just doesn't even use it. I'm about, to, I'm about to report him. Yo, everybody that watches this, type in Andy Mack and report him. Let's get him off the ground. Let's get him Let's off get the, ground, off the ground, bro. I need that because I'm tired of Andy Levlack. <laughs> get him out. I'm tired of that shit. You've bro. had it for a minute. You've had it for, for as long as I remember. What, what really works is that it was just an original name. So like, I was like, I'm never gonna There's run into issues. Yeah, I'm never gonna run into issues with that. Like you type that in into Google, like you're seeing only me, which is fine. So now I want to really tie in like the LVL. I need to do something with that. You know, <laughs> like it has to be branded in some kind of way that now it makes sense because people don't even <laughs> people don't even know. Like yeah. I literally get, yo, you're Andy Black, right? I'm like, who, who? <laughs> Like the Snoop Dogg. You let Dog him know, though. <laughs> you let him know, though, man. Yeah, but, man. Um, dude, thank you for being a part of this, you know, first episode. Thank um, you, bro. I appreciate it, man. Can't wait to the next one, man. Nah, yeah, bro. I, I'm looking forward to the next episodes and the, all the crazy, wacky characters you must find and, and know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where it goes, man. Hell yeah. All right. Thank you, Peace, brother. guys. Blessings. <laughs>